Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, dear young friends, first of all, I want to say how glad I am to be here with you today. I greet you most warmly, those who have come to St. Mary's University from Catholic schools and colleges across the United Kingdom, and all who are watching on television and via the internet. I thank Bishop McMahon for his gracious welcome. I thank the choir and the band for the lovely music which began our celebration. And I thank Mrs. Bellard and Elaine for their kind words on behalf of all the young people present. In view of London's forthcoming Olympic Games, it has been a pleasure to inaugurate this sports foundation named in honor of Pope John Paul II. And I pray that all who come here will give glory to God through their sporting activities, as well as bring enjoyment to themselves and to others. It is not often that a Pope, or indeed anyone else, has the opportunity to speak to the students of all the Catholic schools of England, Wales, and Scotland at the same time. And since I have the chance now, there is something I very much want to say to you. I hope that among those of you listening to me today, there are some of the future saints of the 21st century. What God wants most of all for each one of you is that you should become holy. He loves you much more than you could ever begin to imagine, and he wants the very best for you. And by, by, by far the best thing for you is to grow in holiness. Perhaps some of you have never thought about this before. Perhaps some of you think being a saint is not for you. Let me explain what I mean. When we are young, we can usually think of people that we look up to, people we admire, people we want to be like. It could be someone we meet in our daily lives that we hold in great esteem, or it could be someone famous. We live in a celebrity culture, and young people are often encouraged to model themselves on figures from the world of sport or entertainment. My question for you is this. What are the qualities you see in others that you would most like to have yourselves? What kind of person would you really like to be? When I invite you to become sons, I am asking you not to be content with second best. I'm asking you not to pursue a limited goal and ignore all the others. Having money makes it possible to be generous and to do good in the world, but on its own, it is not enough to make us happy. Being highly skilled in some activity or profession is good, but it will not satisfy us unless we aim for something greater still. It might make us famous, but it will not make us happy. Happiness is something we all want, but one of the great tragedies in the world is that so many people never find it because they look for it in the wrong places. The key to it is very simple. True happiness is to be found in God. We need to have the courage to place our deepest hopes in God alone, not in money, in a career, in worldly success, 
in our relationships with others, but in God. Only he can satisfy the deepest needs of our hearts. Not only does God love us with a depth and intensity that we can scarcely begin to comprehend, but he invites us to respond to that love. You all know what it is like when you meet someone interesting and attractive and you want to be that person's friend. You always hope that they will find you interesting and attractive and want to be your friend. God wants your friendship. And once you enter into friendship with God, everything in your life begins to change. As you come to know him better, you find you want to reflect something of this infinite goodness in your own life. You are attracted to the practice of virtue. You begin to see greed and selfishness and all the other sins for what they really are, destructive and dangerous tendencies that cause deep suffering and do great damage. And you want to avoid failing into the trap yourselves. You begin to feel compassion for people in difficulties, and you are eager to do something to help them. You want to come to the aid of the poor and the hungry. You want to comfort the sorrowful. You want to be kind and generous. And once these things begin to matter to you, you are well on the way to becoming saints. In your Catholic schools, there's always a bigger picture over and above the individual subjects you study, the different skills you learn. All the work you do is placed in the context of growing in friendship with God and all that flows from that friendship. So you learn not just to be good students, but good citizens, good people. As you move higher up the school, you have to make choices regarding the subjects you study. You begin to specialize with a view to what you are going to do later on in life. That is right and proper. But always remember that every subject you study is part of a bigger picture. Never allow yourselves to become narrow. The world needs good scientists. But a scientific outlook becomes dangerously narrow if it ignores the religious or ethical dimension of life, just as religion becomes narrow if it rejects the legitimate contribution of science to our understanding of the world. We need good historians and philosophers and economists, but if their accounts the gift of human life within their particular field is too narrowly focused, they can lead us seriously astray. A good school provides a rounded education for the whole person, and a good Catholic school, over and above this, should help all its students to become saints. I know that there are many non-Catholics studying in the Catholic schools in Great Britain, and I wish to include all of you in my words today. I pray that you too will feel encouraged to practice virtue and to grow in knowledge and friendship with God alongside your Catholic classmates. You are reminded to them of the bigger picture, 
that exists outside the school, and indeed, it is only right that respect and friendship for members of other religious traditions should be among the virtues learned in a Catholic school. I hope too that you will want to share with everyone you meet the values and insights you have learned through the Christian education you have received. Dear friends, I thank you for your attention. I promise to pray for you. I ask you to pray for me. I hope to see many of you next August at the World Day in Madrid. In the meantime, may God bless you all.